how y'all feel about women wearing bonnets out in public? Okay, I'll start. <laughs> no, it does not. I it I, it does not bother me at all. You know what Thank I mean? You. Like I don't care. It's you. You have your head covered. Like what this is, is the such big an anticlimactic podcast? Because we agree on everything. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> to me, it's just it's just like a head wrap. You know what I mean? It, it's just like a head. And then for the people who are like, "Well, you got to dress for success," yo. If you're going to wherever, if you're going to the grocery store, if you're going to the airport or whatever, you know what I mean. You're not in a business meeting. You know what I mean. You're you're out and about, just living your life. I don't see why we're putting such such value upon someone's head wrap. You know what I mean. I just I think it's silly. It's it's embarrassing to me actually. Um, so I don't have no problems why, with it. The only reason why it's a problem is because white women aren't doing it. Mm. And if white women were doing it. Mm -hmm. No one would have anything to say, right. or, or they would still have something to say, but not to white women. Um, I just think that there's I really, honestly, I just think people need to just need to mind their business. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not your head. Um, and who cares? Like if, if somebody, I don't know, I just don't see why people care. Mm -hmm. I see why people care just, because if you hate black women, just say that So yeah. this thing, black women sure. can't win. If they right. their hair natural, it's ugly and unprofessional. If right. they straighten their hair, why are you trying to look like white women? If you put weave in your hair, that's not your real hair. Mm -hmm. If you do, so you're told that your hair is wrong. Like I had a me, me and my partner had a close friend who was sharing that um, her hair is unmanageable, and I was trying to share with her, your hair is not unmanageable. The reason why you perceive it as such is because you've been brainwashing, trying to make it do stuff it was never meant to do. It's not supposed to with tools that were not meant for our hair. And so mm -hmm. black women are assaulted at every angle. They can't win. Yeah. And so the, the thing is, why, why we got to be the ones wearing bonnets outside? Because Asian women and white women don't have to wear bonnets. Mm -hmm. And so, so you want them to have their hair looking for, if they wear it natural, it has to be a specific type of curl. Right. It, it, otherwise, it's got to be straight or else you say it's not professional, not classy. But their hair is, our hair is designed to be frizzy. I hate that there's so much internalized stigma and, and hate that... Um, that black people just we we see our we see our natural hair as something vulgar, something mm -hmm. to be tamed, something to be fixed. Mm -hmm. So uh, like I, I hate that for us. And yeah. even even the most wokest quote unquote of us feel that way. I'm like y'all don't see the white supremacy. No, I just like what I like. You like what you like because you did not grow up in a vacuum. You've been inundated from the time you were born to think mm -hmm. that you came out wrong and that you've got to fix yourself. That's the problem. It's eugenics. What the Hitler is going on? But my, all that to say, if we're gonna if we're gonna yell at women, tame your hair, and then be mad when they do the things they need to do in order to do that, shut up. Yeah, it's shut a mess. Up. I've I've ha, have you ever have either of you ever felt the same? Well, of course we 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 don't mind women wearing bonnets, but no, no. have you ever had anything to say about men in do rags in the public in public? Have y'all ever no. had? Yeah. Because I used to wear my own do-rags in public when I had short hair. Mm -hmm. And I didn't care. Like, it was just, I'm doing my thing. I'm, I am not out and about, like, I'm not at some event or at some mm -hmm. professional, um, you know, conference or anything in the moment. I'm just mm -hmm. out, you know, running errands or whatever. Mm -hmm. And my hair needs to be laid down. I didn't have time, whatever, overnight. So I'm going to wear my do-rag now. Mm-hmm. This is this the thing. DeMarcus That's the same way. No, like, who cares? Right. Stephanie, right. Ste Stephanie and Kendall and them will go out in flip flops to anything. 
and pull their, pull their hair back in the scrunchie. Right. Our hair don't do that. So we have mm-hmm. to wear it's anti blackness. Yeah. White people don't have to wear do rags or bonnets. They they do they do their own things. They walk out with bedhead and we go, oh ha, it's just marble. They put their hair in a scrunchie or have it looking crazy and or a headband. We are doing the things that that our hair needs for us to do when we want to go out yeah. real quick and protect it. It's anti-blackness. Mm-hmm. And, and, it and so many black people, they're like, that's just the way I was raised. Because you was raised in anti-blackness. Come on, read the damn book, <laughs> y'all. It'll bless you. Fix it, white Jesus. You. That's my new phrase. And leave it to <laughs> capitalism for people, for white people or white companies to get involved. Because I could have sworn I saw an advertisement a few months ago of them making do rags but they gave it a whole new name and like a slightly different look and called it something stupid um but because it's then they'll, that. They'll get, yeah they'll get involved in that sense so it's i don't know capitalism just fuck it all but yeah i've never had a problem with do rags either i'm trying to remember how my family felt I can't, I like could be, right? there's no way yeah. your family, I, can't, yeah. I feel like, well, definitely, definitely not my brothers. I mean, they're nothing, but my, I think it's my dad. I'm almost sure that my dad was like, uh-uh, you know, I even though raised, I still did. No, no do-rags, no. no tank tops, none of that stuff. Oh, not that now. We, I definitely wasn't tank tops, but the do-rag, no. You mean And he always was on me about brush my hair, brush my hair. You don't be walking out the house with your hair not brushed or whatever, you know, and mind you, I don't like talking about stuff like this, but mind you, at the time that I did have hair, um, it was the type of grain where if it was cut low, it looked really straight. Mm. And if it grew out and it got wet, it got curly. So in that mm. sense, you know, there's some people like, oh, that's so beautiful, whatever. You feel like that type of shit, you know? And But even with that type of grain of hair, he was still honest, like, you need don't go walk out to the top without brushing your hair or whatever, you know, presenting yourself in an acceptable way. It's just craziness. But mm, I guess it is what it is. So. You know, to your point, for those who follow me on social media, you know, I've made videos about this. Sometimes people make a big deal of my hair when it's wet. I didn't even know my hair could look like that till I was an adult because mm. similar to you, <laughs> my dad was very <laughs> big on like taming the mane, like keep mm-hmm. it brushed. It looks so presentable. When it's, that's anti-blackness though. Like I was yeah. never allowed to grow my hair out to even this point. Like now it's like, it's poofy and it's frizzy and I, well, I still could shape it up a little bit, but I love, I love it like this, but I was raised yeah. to like, you better tame it. You better put a whole bunch of pink lusters oil in it having acne all through my teenage years in large part on my forex all the damn oil I had to put all the oil head, you know <laughs> just try to grease it up and because we were just taught that we had to that we had to fix it that it had yeah. to be that it had to be tamed and it's and the thing is I, I know a lot of black people listening like we all just y'all can do what y'all want but I just want to be presentable because you don't realize that when you've been when you've been inundated with a certain type of thinking from from before you can even remember it mm. is normal to you and you don't yeah. know any different. So to you, it's like, well, this is just the way things are, or this is just the proper way. And it's like, no, it's the only way you've ever been taught and you've never challenged that. Mm. So, because again, when we feel like we can benefit from it or when we feel like, or when we have an internalized stigma, mm-hmm. we, we don't want to do away with the systems because we maintain the fantasy that mm-hmm. we can one day benefit from them. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. I, I even had to grow out of that. You know what I mean? And that's kind of the reason I mentioned about my, my hair great when I was earlier, because since people would mention about it so often, it made me feel superior in some way. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? Yes. You, know, you, you know what I mean? And yes. I, I loved I loved them saying, oh, you have such good hair. You have such nice hair. Look how it just does this, does that. It felt good to, you know, but I had to grow out of that shit. Um, so I totally feel you. You know, it's, I, it's, I, it's, I remember the day 
when Kia Wire said, Eric got good hair when we were playing kickball and she was taller yeah. than me and, and manning the pace. And I remember, mm-hmm. I remember the day and I even, I did not fully understand. I was in elementary school. I was like maybe third yeah. grade. I did not understand all of the context of, of slavery and white supremacy and anti-blackness and stuff like that. All mm-hmm. of it was, I was like, oh, I've got good hair. Mm-hmm. whatever that means you know <laughs> I, I could tell that she was trying to compliment me and yeah. you know and I could tell that other people as I got older would make you know especially growing up in New Orleans the way I did me being dark-skinned by Creole standards and mm-hmm. so the, the idea was well at least you got the hair so yeah. I think that was part of my dad's sorry dad if you're watching this but my dad had a lot of internalized I'd like to think he's healed from it Mm-hmm. Or maybe he just doesn't talk to me about it as much as he don't want this smoke. <laughs> said, when I got to college, we would have knockdown, drag out verbal arguments about it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he was like, this is it's just better. But he was he would say um things like, you know, like it's like just um as like if I had your grade of hair, like as long as it's like brushed down, like like when I would have it like this, you'd be like, Why why you got your hair like that? Oh nasty, like when you have that, you have that kind of you have that good grain of hair. If you just brush it down, it's so nice. And so it's it's mm-hmm. like, but in his mind, he was, I think part of it too, to be fair, it's protection. Cause he grew up during a time when, when quite factually people yeah. in his community in the seven water, New Orleans, there's a Creole part of New Orleans for people who don't know. He grew up around a lot of passe blanc people and the people who mm-hmm. could pass mm-hmm. had privileges that people, that his visible blackness, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, robbed him of. And so, but the thing that I always tried to get across to him was, it's true that people who had their hair a certain way and skin a certain way had benefits, but it's not because there was anything wrong with you. It was because of this evil system of white supremacy. Mm-hmm. But see, a lot of black folk, they internalize it. Instead of peeping it for the fuckery that it is, they right. say, well, something's wrong with me. I need to fix me. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, we need to say fuck you to, to, the, to these people who are like, you're wrong genetically. Mm-hmm. Like, you know okay. that there are places that only just now pass laws for you to wear your natural hair like to the <laughs> office like what the what the fuck with the 1942 mess. is going on like come on it's a mess i'm telling you man we got so far to go there's so advancement my question is, but... oh no i'm sorry oh, no, i'm saying that's it that no i was just there's advancement but there's a lot of stuff you gotta still work through so i don't really watch this guy on um news but he always comes my social media feed somewhere uh but He's mentioned that, and this is just going back to the bonnet situation, that if you are like these women who are presenting themselves, he talks about like high value men and you have oh, to be a high value Kevin woman. Samuels. Yeah. Is that what I said? That's his name wrong? I might have said that. It, cu- yeah. it cut out. You might have said that, but Kevin okay. Samuels. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Kevin Samuels. Yeah. So he mentioned that, you know, if you're going to present yourself in public, you need to present yourself as you're looking for, you know, in a, in a man or a woman. So when he goes out, he wears suits, you know, even if he's just going to the grocery store or whatever, whatever. And so women who wear these bonnets, you know, they shouldn't be expecting any high value man to approach them. So what do y'all feel about that? Like, is it, you know, is it degrading in a way for a woman to wear a bonnet um, if she's out looking for, you know, if she's actually put herself on the on the romantic market? Um, do you think that that's something that would be a detractor for her? depending on what type of man she's looking for. So every single moment she steps out of the house, it has to be to look for a man. Michael, thank you. This guy, like the, the premise is, <laughs> like, it's, 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 there's a problem baked into the crust of, right. of that premise. Like, right. We can't even like, oh like my God. So, so uh, when you're watching moment. this, 
you being fuckable is not the price you pay for existence in this world. Exactly. It's, it's, it's not your rent. I know everybody's screaming at you, but please know it's, it's some fuck shit. It's yeah. some patriarchal fuck shit. I hate that at its root. Because like, yeah. well, it, you just can to be fair, bummy if you want. Right. Just to be fair, he what he's saying, what his point was, and again, I, I don't, I, I don't like this guy, so I don't really. Yeah, he's really problematic. I, I, yeah, he has. There's a lot of different. I just don't like his approaches either. But um, in his mind, he's saying that, you know, you have these women who are out here saying they want a man who makes six figures. They want a man who. Um, you know, who owns all these houses and all these cars and whatnot. And so he's asking like, well, what are you bringing to the table? All I see is you out here walking around with your bonnet on your head. Like you, you, you got a bonnet on your head at the airport, but you're looking for a high value man. So like he's saying that there's a problem in that if you want to find what you're looking for, you have to dress the part. But you have to yes, dress the okay, part 24 seven. That's right. Exactly. Moment. That's, 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 that's one moment. Right. Like, so, like the thing is, if I'm doing a performance or a photo shoot, right. I dress very differently than if I'm going to the airport. If I was to the airport, yeah. I'd be bummy as fuck. And right. so if, it's, I've had people recognize me at the airport. I'm like, look, mm -hmm. I look, I'm, I'm not done up in my, my shit. My I look right. like a beard like Moses. My hair be just doing whatever random oblong shapes. And yeah. so it's like, look, I'm just going to travel. When I'm looking, if I'm gonna go on a date, I'm gonna dress differently. Exactly. Accordingly. And, 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 and no, like you gotta wear a suit, the, Eric. She didn't. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't show up to the restaurant in a bonnet. You know what I mean? Like, who's <laughs> right. doing that? She didn't show up to the gala in a bonnet. She didn't <laughs> right. show up to a professorship <laughs> in a bonnet. Exactly. Like, that's why it's it's difficult for me to like have conversations with people with that type of mindset because they're all over the place. Like you're not even making logical sense. You know what I mean? That's yeah. just that is just too. You can't have a moment to relax. Right. Like, like the thing is, I think a lot of women would say me wearing a bonnet is not necessarily when I feel my absolute hottest. But right. I'm just going out to the store to just get me some milk or some water or whatever to get me some <laughs> apples. I don't know. I'm just going to the airport because I'm flying to a place where once I get there, I'm gonna show out. You know. Right. But I, I think it's funny, this presumption that straight men have, and even some gay men, gay men can be misogynistic as fuck, that oh, yeah. if you're a woman, you need to constantly constantly be making me want your pussy at all times. Right. And yeah, it's like, you be fuck hot you. All time. Yeah. And also, these be the same niggas who be looking like, just in some, I, I'm not, I, I'm too annoyed to even think of something clever. They be looking like, <laughs> like wreckages. Like, they be looking like, it's funny, right. these guys who, I got a dude I, in my family who was talking about like, you know, these women, he loves Kim, Kim Samuels. And I was like, bro, you, you look like you have not seen, and this thing, you know, I, I'm so, I'm so body positive. I have a history with eating disorders, but it's just funny to me when a man mm -hmm. who looks like he has not seen the inside of a gym since 1902, right. he's going to talk about what women need to do to get their bodies right. right. And I was like, no. The audacity. Now, now, <laughs> now your, your abdomen is giving globe. Globe. It, it's giving globe. Like it's, it's, it's giving it, universe. Like, and, but you want to talk about how small her waist needs to be and how like, you know, her body could be better and this and that. I'm like, are, are, are you kidding me? Like, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy the, the way that we place men at like at the top of everything. I was on TikTok and um, this girl, she was saying, okay, I hope I don't fuck it up, but she was saying something like, okay, you have men who might say, who might say they're bi, right? And, but then society will say, oh, you're not really bi, you're just really gay. You know, you, you want men. Then you have women who say that they're bi and they're like, you're not really into women. You know, you're just really into men. You're just going through a phase. 
And the commonality between both of those issues is that men are at the center and being desired. Isn't that crazy? Like, oh it my is. gosh. Yeah. Like we're always pointing back to the male dominance and it is exhausting, yo, it's exhausting. It's, it's this idea that if you're not, if I think that's why, the, that's part of the reason why there's so much body dysmorphia, not to yeah. backtrack to the previous episodes, but in the, mm -hmm. in the black gay, in the gay community, because men are men, <laughs> regardless of their, <laughs> of their sexual orientation. It's like yeah. men is, uh, it's so, because guys feel like I've got to constantly operate under the premise that if, if the love of my life sees me, I need to look as fuckable as possible yeah. at any moment. Mm -hmm. and it's like, that's just so, I, I feel like there would be a lot of, there's going to be a lot of people who at the end of their lives going to realize they wasted a lot of life. Mm -hmm. on being concerned about this like I, yeah. I just feel like that you wasted a lot of life like you didn't let yourself have have fun or dress the way you really wanted to or act the way you really wanted to or eat a piece of fucking cake when you wanted to because mm -hmm. you were like oh my is he still gonna want is he still gonna want me you know mm -hmm. and it's like yeah it's true man it's, it's just something we got to fight through like and, and a quick transparency moment for y'all know that i do the um what is it the vocal register vocal registers uh videos you know and so yeah. you know it has a parody complex i mean a parody aspect to it and then also teaching a little bit here and there well the last video that i put out i've i shot that video like six times which is more than i've, I've ever done something and i was like why am i having such a hard time getting this right and some of it was just technical stuff mm. but part of it was some of the verbiage and the mannerisms I was a little bit hesitant with, you know what I mean? And I was like, mm, I don't know, this is coming across a little bit more feminine than my intention. And mm -hmm. so I was really struggling with that to my surprise, but then kind of not to mm -hmm. my surprise. But then finally I was like, Michael, just do what you want to do, you know, just do it. And so I did it and I put it out and it turned out to be one of my most popular ones out of the whole series. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It had some of the most strong feedback and it was just a reminder to myself that for one, there's still things I need to work through for my, my the way I see myself. But then also when you are, and I know it sounds like a cliche at times, but when you are your most authentic self, what we love to say now, mm -hmm. um, people or the right people will embrace that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that can be not just empowering for you, but it also can be a blessing to others. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you just really gotta, you gotta have the courage and, and the patience with yourself to, to work through those type of uh, inner struggles, you know? Yeah. And but, I think to be fair, just so people don't feel gaslighted, including yourself. Yeah. Also, when you're your most authentic self, you are attacked for it. Exactly. Right? So, yeah. so, so that yeah. is also real. So that is so real. Just, just to validate yeah. your fears are not, you were not imagined unfounded. yeah, yeah exactly. or not not unfounded that that is yeah. a thing and probably yeah. something you've experienced in the past to some degree absolutely and so absolutely. It, it is, it's a thing but you yeah. will but like you said you will draw your tribe you will draw people yeah. i feel like you will get more love than hate it's just right. that the hate tends to have a way of piercing through <laughs> like a little bit more sometimes yeah i have to constantly remind myself sometimes like even as someone who posts a lot of content mm -hmm. um i had some anxiety with a video that started to kind of go low key viral on TikTok. And mm -hmm. I saw it go up to 30,000 to 40,000 to 50,000. I found myself feeling a little uneasy mm -hmm. to know that more visibility means more critique. Yeah. And the critique was probably like, like 
like one out of every 1000 people, yeah. you know, would yeah. say something like even slightly negative, but mm -hmm. still it's, it's just something how as artists, you know, we're sensitive about our shit, you know, we are. so it's getting a little sidetracked. It's not so much about like men specifically, but it's just, well, actually, <laughs> it, well, it, no, well, but definitely in my case, it, it kind of, yeah, yeah it's it kind of no, is it, about it, it masculinity, only, yeah. femininity, yeah. you know, masculine so, energy, feminine energy. Yeah. In yeah. my case, it wasn't about that in particular, but fun fact, yeah. it was, I've only received hate so far from men, not a single woman. So it's, it's only not been a white too. So I don't know what that's about, but it's only been mm -hmm. white men. So, um, that's, yeah. that's I'm actually not surprised by that. Yeah. Right. That surprise me at all. Right. <laughs> Which is sad. <laughs> the market was like, yes, yeah. and the sky is blue. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh. Well, um, there was something else. Let me see. Let me scroll back because there's one more thing. Okay. Here it is. Okay. Let's talk about this. Can men have sex uh, <laughs> with men and still be straight. So the way that I like to approach, oh, I guess since I asked the question, maybe I should let one of y'all go first. But um, so let me ask it again. Can men have sex with men and still be straight? Yes. Okay. All right. So there's a yes. Um, <laughs> all right. So for me, uh, it depends. If we're just giving one 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 word answer at the moment, then we'll expound. I'm gonna stop there. So we got a, we have a yes. We have a yes. We have a it depends. Which are one word for now? We will explain. Eric, yeah. What, what would you say? And then we'll explain. I would say two words. It's complicated. Mm, okay. So for me, and I'm kind of in between. Uh, it depends and complicated as well. I have to go back to first of all, how are we defining straight? You know what I mean? Like, what is the definition of straight, gay, and whatever, whatever? Because my understanding is, I always thought that if you're straight, that means that you do not have an attraction to the same sex. And therefore, there wouldn't be any type of sexual uh, interaction. You know what I mean? But if you are a man and you your penis can get erected by being with another man and you can have some type of you know, intercourse or, or fellatio or whatever, you know, you can give head, get head or whatever, and you enjoy it, then what does that mean? That's not to say that you don't like women as well. You might still like women, but if you can get turned on by this guy and you can be sexually active, then in what way are you exclusively straight? If straight means that you don't have sex, don't want to have sex with the same sex, and you only want the opposite sex. So I just need to know what the terms mean and then maybe I can better define. Well, I, I'll just throw this in there. I consider myself to be all the way gay and I've had sex with women. So, but I, but, and I don't consider myself yeah. to be bisexual, but I've definitely had sex with women and I enjoyed it. You know, the feeling of it. Well, then in that yeah. case, if that's but, the but case. But I'm not attracted to women in general. It was kind of under duress. I wasn't sexually mm -hmm. assaulted, but I kind of felt like I had to, for, I looked at it like, and this might be what DeMarcus was maybe alluding to to some degree. I looked at it like if you ever use a sex toy like a fleshlight, you're not mm -hmm. attracted to plastic. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just like a vessel for you to experience pleasure with. Mm -hmm. Or like when people get like the little sex doll, like little booty things. Mm -hmm. it's, not like, it's not like you were literally like you want a plastic doll. It's just like a thing or like the little sleeves. I kind of, this sounds so fucked up. I really had feelings for the women to varying degrees. But I kind of looked at it like, 
<laughs> masturbating inside a female body. You know, mm. it was like vaginas feel good, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, and but I'm not generally attracted to women without, um, I had to really do a lot of tricks to force myself into mm-hmm. that arousal, but I, I was able to do it. So, well, in that yeah. case, and DeMarcus, I know you're about to jump in. In that case, okay, then I can see you can be, I can see someone saying they're straight, but they can have sex with other men and enjoy it. Then I, then for me, I would have to redefine what it means to be straight. You know what I mean? Like, because if I can, if I can be gay, but I can have sex with women and enjoy it, but at the same time, I'm not bi, but I do see myself as fully gay then how do I, if we're, if we're going to use labels, how do I label that part of me that does ha- enjoy having sex with women, but I'm not bi, you know? So I, I don't know. I don't know at that point. For me, it's all about the spectrum. So like you mm-hmm. just said, if, you're, if you can be gay and still have sex with women, then that means you can be straight and still have sex with men or yeah 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 yeah. um and and still have some pleasure behind it and and it just be the act of sex you know Mm. because i i can separate sex from being from having that full-blown attraction where you know you want to marry and get with this girl or whatever um and i know a lot a lot of women don't think that's true a lot of women just think that if you're straight and you have sex with a man you're gay and now and that's the end of it so i don't i think that we need to as just people in general we just need to look at sexuality more along that spectrum like because mm. you know i know some straight look at her i am doing this i know some straight and who find men attractive yeah but don't want to have sex with them and then i know some straight mm. men who find men attractive and want to have sex with them but won't because they feel like that will take away from their being straight so mm. it all just boils down to the spectrum so i think it is it's very possible to be straight and have sex with a man and still be considered straight. And also yeah. what might be at the root of the problem, like you mentioned, Michael, was yeah. this need to label things. Yeah. Maybe the labels just don't fucking work. Like it's not mm-hmm. like, like Marcus said, a lot of people would say that it's really more of a spectrum and that nobody is really solid, solid, right. finitely one perfect thing. I agree with that, yeah. At all. That's just, it doesn't seem to be the, um, the human experience. That's a societal thing. Yeah. yeah. Society I mean, it's not like, it's made, not made whole... those blocks and rules and boxes and mm-hmm. stuff. So, right. Isn't that the whole Kinsey scale or something like that? Is that what mm-hmm. it's called? Isn't that what that's about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think on a slightly different note, but still uh, uh, relative to what we're talking about, relatable to what we're talking about, I think what I also kind of be like mm, is when this conversation comes up and the men who claim to be straight or the men who are straight, the men who are straight but who enjoy having sex with other men who say they're not gay, which, okay, I, I get it. I totally get that. Some usually they have this negative perception to the men who are gay or are fully gay. And so it's like, okay, yeah, I might want, I might, you know, can still have sex with men, but just realize we're not the same and I am better than you. You know what I mean? I am, I'm more accepted by society because I can still be for women or whatnot. Yeah. And so I just feel like, you know, people are just, just kind of wielding the labels and for their own, you know, self-worth just to make sure that they're above the next person. So that's I don't know. That's it's complicated because yeah. I feel like to your point, you can't discuss this without acknowledging homophobia and internalized right. homophobia. Right. How many of us were bisexual right. or straight right. before straight. we finally, because there's a trajectory. Absolutely. Over again. 
we've seen this a lot of times with with celebrities with people yeah. with in, whether they're social media celebrities alias celebrities where they're they're bisexual first and then later on they're gay mm-hmm. or they're bisexual and then later on they're trans because we know yeah. that they're because of misogyny the more quote-unquote femme you are perceived as being in the hierarchy mm-hmm. like when i was in new orleans growing up with dealing with dl dudes if you say, oh, I still have a girlfriend, I still fuck bitches, that made you higher up. Exactly. It made you a higher rung. I remember having very distinctly in my head that I still wasn't really gay because I had mm-hmm. never bottled. And yeah. so I remember thinking like, yeah, you know, but I, if he sucked my dick, I fucked him. Like he didn't do it to me. So mm-hmm. I was just, I'm still just, you know, I'm still a real man. I remember mm-hmm. thinking in my mind, not talking about in my mind that that was the point of no return was mm-hmm. if I received because that would make me, because of that misogyny. And we, gay men don't nobody do it more than gay men like with bottom is a slur if mm-hmm. a dude has sex with a woman oh, but that nigga's still gay though you know it's because like you were mm-hmm. saying like because the men you right. know so mm-hmm. it's just kind of funny how mm-hmm. um but if a woman messes around with other women nobody is is messing is if she if you mm-hmm. find out a woman had a girlfriend in college and then she's right with the guy we pretty much are like oh well she's straight now she was probably just messing with women for fun a phase like, right oh, well, she's definitely gay like you said, it's always gravitating toward the men. The men. And so, and, and it's it's insidious because it's easy for us to fall prey to that where mm-hmm. we're kind of doing it, we're participating in that same kind of limiting stuff. But at the same time, I think you're absolutely right. There is there is social currency to be gained from not yeah. being all the way gay. Or and mm-hmm. again, I do I do I think of some people lie? Yes. Because we yeah. talked about it before, where there are these bisexual people who only fuck people of the same sex. Only. And I'm like, maybe you're just on a streak of uh, whatever. But for the last 30 years. Yeah. I was about to say, a blonde <laughs> person I know, I do him for at least 10 years as, right. far, as far as his dating choices, man after man after man after man, and mm-hmm. not a single not a single woman in the bunch would tell everybody he's bisexual. But I think to me, as someone who knew him very well, there was clearly a lot of internalized misogyny and internalized, well, not not internalized misogyny, misogyny mm-hmm. and internalized homophobia. Yeah. So he just couldn't, but now he's gay. So mm. um, I'm not gonna say his name, but you you know him. I don't know if Demarcus knows him, but you you definitely mm. know. So, mm. but now but now he's like now he says he's gay, but mm-hmm. it took him time to get comfortable. Yeah. With it with himself, or like you think of people like Donnie McClurkin, who is like, um, yeah, I'm attracted to men. I've never really been attracted to women, but I've just resigned myself to a life of solitude for the rest of my life, which mm-hmm. I don't believe because he stayed taking pictures with pretty gay men, um, mm-hmm. especially guys who do porn, which mm-hmm. I find fascinating. Mm-hmm. And maybe he would say, um, oh, it's because I just, Jesus wants me to reach out to everyone. And lay hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he praying for him. He's You know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know that man. You got to grab hold. You got to grab hold. Yeah. Grab hold tight. <laughs> And don't <laughs> let go. Right. No, but um, but but I've seen a couple pictures. I don't know what the occasion was. It's totally out of context. Right. But I've seen a couple pictures on Twitter of him with with guys. They were fully clothed and stuff. But guys who I know are like um, OnlyFans, you know, folks. And and they might have just visited him at church and took a picture. Maybe he had he was none the wiser. But mm-hmm. it just, you know. But my point is, he acknowledges fully. I'm attracted to men, not mm-hmm. really attracted to women, but in the name mm-hmm. of Jesus, I'm just going to be alone for the rest of my life. And so I feel like that's an extreme case, but I do. But there are guys who I know who call themselves straight for no other reason than that. They don't want the smoke of being yeah. um, called gay. And that's, yeah. I feel like, let's not pretend like that's not a thing. You know? I, absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, we're, we st we're still in a society where, you know, we're still judged negatively for our, our actions, you know, as, as it relates to sexuality. So that's a real thing. And, and just to be clear for myself, um, in terms of the labels and all of that, it's whatever. I mean, just do what you want to do, you know, be with whoever you, you want to be with. Um, and I'm not even, I know like, you know, and I, it's a whole internal and whole before we've been talking about like a lot of women, if, if they're cheated on by their man, who's with another woman is, you know, they'll get upset or whatever. But if it's with another man, it's just like, oh my God, it's just like the worst thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I know for me, if I'm with some dude and he cheated on me, he cheated. And if it's with another woman, fine. If it's another man, it's fine. It's, 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 it's just whatever. You know, I think we all just want someone that's down for us, someone that, that we can relate to and and it just be beyond all that bullshit but i guess we still got a ways to go in that area as well <laughs> whatever so but anyways terms are the terms you know so i feel, do your, do your I feel like society's gonna be much happier when we finally finally let go of the terms you know yeah but i well, think but but yeah. i think the reason why that's not going to happen in our lifetime is like i say mm -hmm. this every single episode nobody wants an end to the hierarchy people just yeah. want a chance to be at the top that's yeah. the ugly truth about why life will never get better for the right. next few generations, because the majority of people do not want to let go of the fantasy that mm -hmm. they can profit or benefit from being toward the top. People yeah. don't want to let go. And so that that's what it is. And there are people who have devalued themselves very deeply internally. So they feel like I deserve this lower rung. There are mm -hmm. people who still have hopes that if I do X, Y, Z, I can be closer to the oppressor. And mm -hmm. that's why, like, I saw somebody post the other day about how um, the, <laughs> when you realize straight black men uh, getting free still won't mean freedom for the rest of us. And they had like a meme of somebody like crying, like a cartoon character crying. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it's facts. Yeah. Facts. Because True. like, it's just facts. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking that with Gen Z, with that, with that generation, that they could be the start of you know, things getting better. Cause like, I'm telling you on TikTok, I just see so much stuff and I see so many different ways of living, mm -hmm. you know, what I mean? which I, I celebrate, I love it. But at the same time, each way of living that I've seen has a label, <laughs> it's a, like yeah. a label, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm paying, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that, or whatever. And it's still going to be the divide. You know what I mean? And you it's know what like, else I've seen on TikTok? For yeah. now, for now. For now. But yeah. what else I've seen on TikTok is, is gay people, trans people, whatever people saying, you know what, I don't understand the need for a pride month. Like, I don't see the need for it. Like, uh, I, like I feel like that's not even because the, the pick me's be it'd be strong with the they do be strong. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. So so back to the world is fucked, you know, at the same time that the world is doing well, it's like every it's like a yin and yang. I don't I know I said this in a podcast before, but I almost feel like that the world is as it should be or the world is as it is. You know what I mean? There's always going to be the goodness. There's always going to be the opposite mm -hmm. of that. And we just we just live and, and do our thing. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Such yeah, do life. the best we can. To make do the it best better. we can. You know, yeah. just keep I just think on. that at some point, and I think Gen Z is probably going to be the forefront of this. We just need to raise our human conscious level. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. right now, with all this shit happening, you know, with more people in the world, I think it's funny because even just looking back at music history, talking to my students about this, when the biggest battles that they used to have in the world was, are we gonna have, are we gonna allow this secular music thing to really exist? Mm -hmm. Like it was just, mm -hmm. you, had, you had sacred music and secular music. And that was like a thing. And that mm -hmm. was what was important in the world at the time, but there were also much less people. 
And so when we got more people on the planet, we just literally have more problems. Right. <laughs> and so I think that Gen Z is going to be the ones who kind of lead us into, all right, we need to really come together because this bullshit that they have left behind for us is, is that, it's just that, it's bullshit. Right. <laughs> I feel bad for them um, that, you know, these past generations, these last few generations have kind of, kind of leaving the world in a really crappy place for them mm-hmm. to kind of take over. Mm-hmm. But I guess I guess we'll just see what happens over the next hundred years. We'll see. Well, we won't. But... Well, we won't. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to we'll be see. up out of here some of the claims Cosmos. Of I think some of the claims of Gen Z wokeness are a little exaggerated. As someone who's worked with a lot of Gen Z, I know you do too. But I think mm-hmm. that it's sometimes, part of it is human. And that I see, I see it in different forms. I see people policing each other on how they police each other. And so I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of that. I'm seeing a lot of ageism. I'm seeing more and more decreased uh, attention spans. I'm seeing more and more uh, desire for immediate gratification in all things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just, I see new hierarchies being developed just in different ways, being called by different names. Not to be mm-hmm. Debbie Down, like, wah, wah, but you know, I see yeah. it like this. Like, it's I see true, exactly though. what you're saying. Like, I see yeah. like what you're saying is like this. Mm. And then the positive things in a sense of this gen that generation being more open mm-hmm. and not hiding as much as like we had to. Yeah, yeah. This way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like again, it's like the yin and yang. You know what I mean? And I feel like it's like we're making progress, but then we ain't. You know, yeah. because because you're right. So, we, yeah. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, it's, yeah. it's like while there is a lot of great things that we're seeing in terms of the liberal nature of the Gen Z, there's a lot of toxic shit too. And I do be seeing that. Yeah. You know, I, I I do be saying I'm like, oh God. It's like I feel like there's never and that's the thing. It's the most superficial generation ever, too. Like your dating apps literally that's you true. decide whether or not you date someone with a look. There's yeah. no generation that has ever known how they look from every angle more, never been um more uh more body dysmorphic, more obsessed with physical appearance of themselves mm-hmm. and of others. So I'm like, it's not like, like yeah, I'm not so. I'm not too quick to put them on this pedestal, but yeah. But I, but I do think there are some some positives as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think about I think about people, Gen Zers like Osaka, right? With this whole situation of her saying, "I'm gonna look out for my mental health first, right? Or mm-hmm. I worry about all this antiquated bullshit that y'all that y'all do for players." Yeah. And I commended her for yeah. not only yeah. taking a stand and saying, you know, I'm go- I'm not doing press, but now since y'all want to give me problems, I'm just gonna withdraw altogether, and now you don't have a champion. So. That to me is very bold. Mm-hmm. And I like that a lot of these, and even going back to this girl who recently, uh, she was valedictorian at her school. Mm-hmm. And instead of speaking on her approved speech, she talked about um, uh, the new laws that have been passed regarding abortion. Mm. And so like, that was, that's bold as fuck y'all. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so so I, you know, I, I try to yeah. look for these little positive things. Mm-hmm. I know they have a lot of shit to, to work out yeah. in terms of just being, not so uh what's the word you just said eric you said that they're very um and i think that really has a lot to do with technology and you know yeah. how we, and the thing that the everything has to, to be done through through right through now. this yeah everything has to be seen it has to be seen and that and, and there's a lot of performative positivity and it's concerning mm-hmm. me where i'm noticing a lot of people will do stuff they just want attention and you know the new the new top job prospect for gen z is social media influencer mm. and they want to be a TikTok star, or youtube star it's not doctor it's not singer it's social media influencer 
And that's concerning, I think, because it's, it leads to this kind of performative living and they're basing part of what we're seeing with, the, with like ups in depression and in suicidal mm -hmm. ideation mm -hmm. is that they're basing their, their worth upon the numbers and what other people think about them. Yeah. They're millennials affected by this too. But, oh yeah. yeah. But, but I feel like I, I used to, I used to be like, oh, they're doing so much better. And then as I'm immersed myself more in this world, I'm like, are they though? <laughs> like, right, yeah. they, like they just have new <laughs> demons that are like hiding it. And I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. No, for real. Yeah. I, I, I totally feel you on that. They better not lead us into no motherfucking Black Mirror era. It's on some Black Mirror shit is what I've been thinking of. Yeah, yeah. It's on some Black Mirror shit. Lord, it's let coming, me get Michael. Out of here. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. coming. Well, give yeah. me like another, hold on my now. Give me like another 50, 60, 70 years. I'll be out of here. So Yeah, but those were excellent examples though, DeMarcus. Like I, I completely agree. I, I like yeah. the boldness. I like mm. the brace and like I'm here. I'm going to exist. But mm -hmm. also what scares me is that, you know, I follow a lot of political type things. On There is still a lot of young folks who mm. were in Gen mm -hmm. Z who... Once they get comfortable, mm -hmm. that racism jumps out, that homophobia jumps out, that transphobia jumps out. And Listen. it's like our people, I feel like what happened in the 80s and 90s, the reason why people are so caught off guard by Trump was that they were like, racism is over. Like, no, people just stop talking about it. Mm -hmm. I, my fear is that we're seeing something similar with Gen Z, that mm -hmm. there's a false calm, there's a false peace, not to sound all biblical, but there's a mm -hmm. false peace. <laughs> people are like, yeah, it's over. Our generation is fixing it. I'm like, I don't know if that's really true based on what I'm really yeah. seeing when you interact with each other. I'm seeing it's, it's a performative kind of kindness, but if you scratch just a little bit, all that ugliness still is ready to spill right on out. Y'all aren't mm. really doing that much better. And that's so pessimistic, but uh, sorry. <laughs> but it's something I've been noticing, <laughs> dealing, teaching these people this age bracket mm. and, um, and being enmeshed, immersed amongst them through social media and working with them and doing this stuff. And so I'm just like, mm, I don't know. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we're happy, gonna, we're happy Sunday, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. We'll just see how it turns out. The world you know. is fucked, so yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I really do but, feel more hopeful ultimately, just for the record. Yeah. True. Indeed, indeed. Well, y'all let us know what y'all think, you know, what y'all think about labels and Generation Z and what else did we talk about? Oops, what else? And we bonnets. About? And bonnets. <laughs> Please. Yes, let's. Because I want to know. <laughs> so, uh, yes, we want to know, and um, hit us up. Mm -hmm. So, well, I guess with that. All right. Anything else? Anyone? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we will see y'all in the next one. Bye, y'all. Uh, all right, peace.